0: Welcome to Closer Look, I'm Felipe Aguilar. For some youth in our community, the revolving jail door, that is, recidivism, may keep them from achieving their lifetime dreams, unless their life trajectory changes. I'm speaking with Jeremias Cooper, Travis County Director with Jail 2 Jobs.
1: Chris Haskins, who's the founder, he had a passion for, for ministry. He was a youth pastor at a church here in Austin, Texas. saw the need to bring the Word of God inside juvenile detention centers just because he saw the importance of feeding um, the gospel to our youth and, and understood that that's where the transformation came from. And what we found was if we can get them to us and we can mentor them and teach them the word of God, then we can start making some changes in their lives and we can bring down the recidivism rate. And So what we did was we gave them some incentive. We said, man, if you come to our locations and you work with us, when we found jobs that we can do with them, we'll pay you. So the incentive was money, but the intention was to present the gospel to them. And as time went on and our supervisors grew in their roles and then our coordinators and directors grew in their roles, it just became this this real unique situation where we were creating culture at our locations and on the job sites. And then what we found is companies all throughout Austin wanted to give our kids the opportunity And so what they did then was they hired our kids with one of our supervisors. So now our kids are getting work experience in the work field. They're learning uh, the soft skills of what employment looks like, but they have a supervisor who's with them, mentoring them as they work. So now we're mentoring kids. 30 to 40 hours a week plus, and they're learning how to work. They're learning the gospel. They're creating relationships with staff. We become like brothers and father figures and mother figures to them. And so they're just loving it. And we're literally filling in the component of what's been missing so long in these kids' lives. Most of our kids have no father. I would say 90% of them have no father. A lot of our kids, of course, being out of incarceration um, and going down that road they've you know been involved in gangs and they're starting to get into addiction they're starting to uh, question why it's so hard and and why are they alone and so when we come in and we fill that gap in there they start to open up you know we've had kids who never thought they would have legit jobs making a decent income walking into their first job with health insurance and benefits and things like that because once they work with us and they go through our program Then ultimately we get them hired on through hiring partners all throughout Austin who want to give these kids that opportunity. We've seen young men and women who've been homeless literally. We've found them underneath bridges, 17, 18, 19 years old. We've seen them walk into their very first apartments, you know, because we worked the process out with them. A lot of these kids just want to be heard. They want to feel loved and the love that we show them, it's evident where it comes from because they've been questioning for so long of their lives, why people say they love them, but end up hurting them. And so now when we get into their lives and we show them that love and we let them know where our love comes from, we open up the Bible and, and tell them, this is what we're demonstrating to you. We're demonstrating the love of God. And that's what brings the recidivism rate down.
0: Speaking about recidivism rates, I've seen national rates as high as 75, 80%. What are you seeing there through your program?
1: So yeah, we've literally lowered the recidivism rate down to 20%. With what we do, I mean, we focus on four groups of development, and that's a physical needs, character development, workforce development, and uh, of course, our spiritual development. And what we find is when we implement those four things, the kids, they tend to turn a switch and they end up leaving the old life and beginning a new process of life. And so we've literally seen it in our program, the recidivism drop to 20 percent because of the formula that we use to help our youth out here in Central Texas.
0: I have heard that poverty is one of the strongest predictors to getting in trouble with the law to young people straying in the wrong direction.
1: You know, poverty is it's a big deal. And a lot of our youth, they believe in their minds that that's where they're going to stay because that's what they know. So when they come to jail to jobs, what we love to do is we love to broaden their horizon. We love to open up their minds to different things. And so we invite them into functions that we have where they're around people who are successful. We bring volunteers into their lives who you know own their own businesses, a law enforcement, who have a different way of thinking. And we talk to them and we mentor them in that. And so they start to understand that there's something more out there than just living where they've been living. And so now they get curious, okay, and that's, that's, that's part of our character development, right? We're like, okay, we understand we need to change some of your character, so this is what we're going to do. And so we introduce them to these things, and then before you know it, they want those things. And then they, work, they, they have a mentality of how do I work myself out of poverty? And so what we can then do after that is show them these are the steps that are required. Right? And, and it's as simple as pulling up your pants when you go to a job interview, a firm handshake, looking in the eye. You know, it, it goes as basic as helping them fill out applications and resumes. I mean, we do the very basic things and those are the things that have been lacking and uh, teaching our youth. So we're literally teaching them how to be successful when they never understood what that looked like. So now we get them out of a poverty state of mind and we get them into something where they feel they can get out of the hood. And that's just the reality of it. Myself, you know, I'm from the streets of Houston. I was raised on the streets of Houston. You know, I was locked up at the age of 12. I did 14 years of my life incarcerated. And I knew that I had to do something different because my mind always stayed in the kind of, I cannot get out of this struggle. But when I gave my life to God, there was a transformation and we have to completely understand that it's not 95% transformation, it's 100% transformation. And so that's what we're able to teach these young men and these young women when it comes to growing up in, in poverty.
0: This is Closer Look. I'm Felipe Aguilar. Hermias, with achieving goals and dreams in mind and the workforce development program, the strategy that you have in place, tell us how it's working. Tell us how you're doing it and who are your partners in these endeavors?
1: So we literally started working and doing landscaping and, and construction, very woodworking. Um, but then some companies heard about what we were doing and they wanted to give back. So, you know, Austin Greencut was one of them. They're a landscaping company. And what they do is they have our kids out there working and they come out themselves and they mentor our kids. So it's very beneficial, not only for our kids, but for the company, because now the company feels like they're giving back to our kids. And now they're, they're, they're feeling like they're guiding our kids. We have a construction company, which we start working with, uh, courts and Construction, And what they're doing out there is they're literally seeing houses built from the ground up. Our youth are the ones out there clearing the land. And then they start seeing the formation, uh, the form being built, right, the foundation. And they're a part of that. And then they get to see the house built from the beginning to the end, all the way up to the cell of the house. And now they have that self-confidence, something that they never had before, because they know that they had a hand in building that house that's going to be there for years, hundreds of years, possibly. And they know that they had something to do with that. And so where they were lacking in self-esteem, now they're built up in self-confidence. We also have a culinary program. Our culinary program is ran by Chef Salo, and he, he's amazing at what he does. Not only is he an amazing chef, but He's also a pastor, and he pastors the young women and young men that go through his program. Um, And the beautiful thing about the culinary program is our kids, they get to see the very beginning of the process, what the food looks like, but then they get to see the end product, right? This chicken or this beef at its rawest form, and then being cooked into this magnificent. Beautiful display of food on a plate where they served the individuals, and they can see the smile on on those individuals' face, and they know again that they had a hand in that. And so the self confidence again is it's a booster right there for them, so they know they can achieve these things. And so now here in Austin, you know we have a, a catering service where our youth are part of creating this, these wonderful meals for people all throughout Austin. We've even made lunch for judges and law enforcement. They had nothing but praises for the youth once the food came out and they tasted it. They were like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you guys made this. So yeah, we partnered with Joe Blank Construction also. He hires our guys after the fact, after the programming, and they're there learning how to be pipe fitters, laying concrete, many other things. They're starting off at $16 an hour. And for an 18-year-old young man who never thought he'd possibly make that much, now is walking into a, a job where you know, those, those things are possible for them.
0: So Jeremiah's Jail to Jobs operates under several core values. A couple that caught my attention were one, generously invest in others, no failure, only feedback, and pursue transformation. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah. So we live life where the kids are at and we pursue them. I can't tell you how many times we've had youth work with us and they just don't come to work the next day. And so what we do is, and what I've done many of times is I go and find them. I go to their houses. I knock on their doors. I can't tell you how many times I've seen the curtain open up and close and the door doesn't open up. And then I'll leave and I'll come back again. And um, eventually they'll come out and I'll be like, man, where are you at? Like, you need to come back to work. And, and they come. It's the pursuit. And it's just like God, you know, we, we love to believe that God is there for us and he pursues us and he wants to open up doors for us. And he wants to give us that love that he has. And it's the same thing that we show our youth. We pursue them. We've gone underneath, you know, bridges and homeless camps and we go look for our youth. Um, And when they see the effort being put in to find them and to help them, then they understand like, man, these people aren't, they're not going to let up. So I might as well give in. And right. And so That's where we see, again, we see that they cling to us because they understand that it's a genuine love. And so, yeah, that's one of the things that is good about uh, Jail to Jobs is that that's kind of our mentality. We'll pursue them.
0: And you know, Jeremias, that reminds me of another one of your organization's core values, and that is careful relationships. Honestly, people know when somebody is sincere and reaching out to them.
1: And, you know, and the unique thing about Jail to Jobs is every single one of our staffs up from the founder to our supervisors have been incarcerated before. And um, they've lived a, a, you know, a life in making bad decisions when they were younger. And all of them have transformed their lives once they gave their lives to God. And so that's what makes it so awesome is that the young men that, and young women that we talk with and we encounter and we build these relationships with, they understand that we understand. And they want to understand how we were able to move ahead And then, you know, the honest answer is God, God. And for the first time, these youth are like, man, if you were able to beat drug addiction, if you were able to beat, you know, the gangs, the street life, then I can do it. And so we're very uh, mindful of our story and how it can help our youth. But more than that, or equally than that, we're very mindful of what the victory looks like. And we love to tell them the testimony is amazing, but the victory is just as amazing.
0: You're listening to Closer Look. I'm Felipe Aguilar. I'm speaking with Jeremiah Cooper, Travis County Director with Jail to Jobs. I saw on your website that caring for a, a youth in jail in incarceration can cost up to 172,000 while getting a young person through a program like Jail to Jobs is a 2300 investment. Boy, what a, what a difference.
1: Yes. We're very proud of that. I mean, we save taxpayers money. Now our kids are being taught how to be productive members of society, right? And so now they're reverting back from doing things of the past, you know, whatever it could be, whether it's drug dealing, um, whether it's breaking into cars or houses. And so now the taxpayers are not spending the money on these, these youth who keep on reoffending. Um, I've met uh, juveniles before they came to us that had been locked up 10 times. Younger than 18 years old that had already been locked up 10 times. And if we didn't intervene at that time, who knows what could have happened? It's, it's amazing. If we look at the financial end of things and what we're doing to save money to the cities by stepping in and playing the role that we play, it's amazing to be a part of bringing down the recidivism rate.
0: How do young people who are incarcerated get to be involved with Jail to Jobs?
1: So it begins while they're in jail. That's where they find out about us. And then once they get out and they come to one of our locations and we hire them that same very day. And because of that, so one guy, one friend gets locked up. He might be in a gang. He's locked up. And then all of a sudden, you know, he comes out and he's like, oh, jail to jobs. I want to go get a job. We hire him. And then he says, man, I have a friend or I have a cousin or I have a brother who's been locked up and are looking for work. Can you help them? And the immediate response is, tell them to come. And as soon as they come, we give them a job. And then it just becomes this thing where any of their friends or family who have been incarcerated, they start working with us. And so now we're pulling many off the street by just one coming.
0: Is the Jail to Jobs program something that can be duplicated in other cities or communities?
1: Oh, yeah, it can be duplicated, actually. That we believe needs to be mirrored all throughout the United States. That is our goal. We want to be able to touch as many youth's lives as we can.
0: For more information about Jail to Jobs, you can go online to jailtojobs.com. That's jailtojobs.com. For a closer look on Felipe Aguilar.